Welcome to Pod Trivia. I'm your host, Burton, and I'm joined today once again by Kyle and Becky. And as we are entering the year 2022, I think that this is, I don't want to be too, too wild and say this is going to be a great year for us because I feel like that can sometimes back fire. Backfire. Thank right. you. Yeah. But I think that this is going to be, I mean, we, we already all have things that we can congratulate each other for. Right. Kyle is going into his new job. Yeah. And it is another tech job, but it sounds like it sounds sounds like it's going to be better than his previous. I don't know if better is the right word, but certainly it's going to be a new challenge and something interesting and and, and fun. So yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to do that. Becky is going to be learning new languages. Yes. And she is excited about continuing her education and getting herself closer to God through the language of languages. Sure. <laughs> What about you, Britain? You don't you don't have anything to congratulate me on? Britain, congratulations on your new job that you've been in for a while. That I got in 2021. <laughs> that you got in 2021? Congratulations on your continued du- Duolingo streak of learning Spanish. That I started in 2020. But you're continuing the streak. What else is there to congratulate you on? Do There's you have nothing. news? I just you wanted you guys news? to panic. Uh, congratulations on um, growing into more of an adult and, and you know, like uh, having your own apartment and all these different things that I, you know, I think that you've been doing a good job growing in that area. That I got in 2021. Cool. Thank you, though. I, no, I didn't have anything for me at all. I just wanted to see what you guys would come up with because <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm Becky. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yes. 2022 is going to be the year of cynical Burton. <laughs> yeah, because that's never, Cause you've never been, been cynical. your theme before. No, I've never used that as a hashtag before on multiple posts. Uh-huh. Do you have a fun fact? I don't have a fun fact. I have fact. a fun fact. Okay. It's not really a fun fact. It's a funny story. Yeah. I saw this girl on TikTok share um, this post, and I think somebody had asked the question, like, what's the worst tattoo you've ever gotten? And she was like, I win this. And she showed this tattoo and she was like, I got this early March 2020. And I think it was a Mark Twain quote. And the quote was like, be yourself. Don't wear a mask. Oh, no. (laughs) And she was like, obviously, I didn't mean it like this. And like, she's like, I have to cover it. And like, it was so good. That's. It's hilarious. Yeah. That's I wild. might consider getting that lasered off just because. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, in a couple of years, it won't mean, it'll go back to meaning what it meant. Will it? I think so. I think it also depends if you have like Mark Twain, you know? Right. Like, quote, the Wayne yeah. Gretzky, Michael Scott underneath it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if, yeah, you could just laser off the don't wear a mask part. Yeah. And then right. Just be yeah. Yourself. There's actually like a whole TikTok series of like who caused this and like people talking about how like in early 2020 they bought like a you know those signs for a house that say different like phrases phrases all sorts of different phrases this one lady was like I bought this in January of 2020 and it said let's stay home more <laughs> she was like do I need to burn it to end this this is why I didn't want to be too optimistic because mm. So I here we are. To, I listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. and all of them were like, "Well, 
at the beginning of 2020, I said this was going to be our year and we were going to do all these things. And, and here, here we, we are. are. So now I'm never saying anything positive again because it just turns around. Not- yeah. <clears throat> I, I still argue that we're currently in a Jumanji and that our uh, playing of the board game Pandemic prior to the pandemic. And literally when I say prior, I mean like days. Yeah. This was our bad. Uh, has caused this, and we're now currently in a Jumanji, and we have to beat Pandemic and then yell Jumanji. I don't Shouldn't we yell Pandemic? No. It's, it's not. You're not in a pandemic. You're Well, we are in a pandemic. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we're going into some interesting territory here. Denying are, things. Uh, mm. No, we are in a pandemic. We are. Beggy. Yes. How's your day going today? My day's going great. Cool. I was wondering if you wanted to talk with us about Thanks. Jesus Christ. Oh. No, I don't. He's not on this list. Have you heard the Lord's word? <laughs> you know, this would be an interesting place to try out my sermon. We could just do that. It would oh, be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Becky's been writing a sermon, which means that my coffee table has been filled with books as of recently. Your coffee table. Your coffee table. Your <laughs> coffee table. Your coffee table. Your coffee table. Becky, do you remember when... Your the- coffee table. <laughs> what? Our coffee table. Thank you. When we were in the midst of lockdown and not able to do anything, uh-huh. I posted on my Snapchat story, tell me to do something and I'll do it. And I did every single thing that people put in there. I had to jump in a lake. I had to buy Adam Yaw plants for his front garden. <laughs> I had to play the French horn Didn't for I my friends. did I tell you to write a sermon? You told me to give a sermon. And I gave a sermon. And it was the best sermon. <laughs> Do you want me to look it up? I think I can find it. Why don't you start talking while I look up my sermon? No. Okay. Um, wh- where did you give this sermon? Over Snapchat to Over me? Snapchat. Okay. I recorded okay. everything okay. on my Snapchat and posted it to my story. And, you know, it really brought people's spirits up. I think I did a real good deed that day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where is right. it? Right. Oh, 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 here we go. Your coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Our coffee table. Hello, partitioners. We're gathered here today to talk about one of God's most sacred rules. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Some may even call it a golden rule. But, you know, it's up for interpretation. This is even more important nowadays because of the coronavirus. I mean, if you don't want someone to give you the coronavirus, then don't give it to them. So wear a mask and wash your hands, even if you feel stupid. It's okay. I constantly make myself feel stupid on a daily basis. It's nothing to worry about. So stay safe out there and do the Lord's work. Wear a mask. That was a great sermon. The sermon that should have been given by most churches in 2020. Um, That was... That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I oh, like yeah. that you called them partitioners, which is like the wall in between a room. That yeah. That's a partition. No, I'm sure. Parishioners <laughs> is the word you were looking for, but also nobody like calls people that from the pulpit. Yeah. Well, who's to say? This has been some good fun facting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Becky. All right. Um, so today's topic is common misconceptions. We did this with holidays a couple weeks ago. 
And this is a fun list because I think the two of you are going to disagree with me on most of them, even though I looked this up on the interwebs. I have a good misconception. Usually. Most people think that Jar Jar Banks is a clumsy dog. Oh, my goodness. He's a Sith Lord. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. I have another one. Most people think that an Olympic swimming pool is 50 yards, but actually it's 50 meters. <sighs> Kyle. All right. It's 50 meters. So we're going to start off with one of my favorites here. Uh-huh. Twinkies, how long do they last on a shelf? Uh, I think most people would say like for forever, but I don't think that's true. I think I, it's I think it's five ever. That's more than forever. Right. I'd probably go with a year. Ten years. Okay. Um so they have a shelf life of about forty five days. What really? And it's just become like this myth that they last forever and usually they stay on the shelf at a grocery store for seven to ten days. What? And then they have to be replaced. What wow. classifies their shelf life? For example, is that when they start to get moldy and deranged? and, Or is that just when they put on the piece of plastic that they should probably be like not eaten then? I, right. That's it's the latter. I yeah. oddly enough did not look up what goes bad in the Twinkies. I mean, it'd be the cream, if anything. Yeah, probably the cream. But eventually, like most pastry stuff will will we'll eventually go, hard. go bad hard yeah. stale it could mold yeah britain is currently googling things i just typed in what, what happens to a twinkie uh-huh. <laughs> just in general what just happens? in general it gets eaten usually does it i i think so i have to say i think twinkies are gross you could not pay me to eat a Twinkie. Like, okay. a Twinkie to me isn't something that I, like, it's not something I desire or crave. But given a Twinkie, I'll eat one. I like it's, not. It's, it's not that bad. Okay, so it does say that they will not taste as good after the first 45 days. Right. The legend comes from a teacher who said a Twinkie sat in his classroom for 30 years and still looked edible. But even then, it, like, turned gray. So that I wouldn't say that it's That edible doesn't look at all. edible. Yeah, I don't so, want to eat a gray Twinkie. No. So I think that's where the uh, myth of them lasting forever is, mm-hmm. but or it started, but yeah. it is not accurate. And supposedly they can survive nuclear apocalypses or something yes, like that. Yes, because, because they use uh, cockroach meat in them. Right. That was not true. That just no. You guys didn't react to my joke, and no, I, I was I, concerned that you maybe thought that I thought I was being <laughs> serious, and I'm not. That's good. Food item number two. We have a couple of foods and then we'll go on to another category. Why do people believe that eating turkey makes you tired? Tryptophan. Tryptophan. That is correct. However, turkey meat is not particularly high in tryptophan and it does not cause any more drowsiness than other foods. And in fact, other foods, like other meats, have far higher levels of it. It's just become this myth. It's just because you're eating a big meal. Like you're tired because you've eaten a big meal on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You've probably overstuffed yourself and your body needs time to digest it. So it's making you tired. Overstuffed with stuffing. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask you more questions that you don't have the answers to? Absolutely. Do you know what meats have the most tryptophan? No, but you could Google that. I already Googled one thing today. Oh, Kyle doesn't have his computer. (laughs) 
but I have a phone. <laughs> um, peek behind the scenes. Kyle no longer has a laptop, and so instead he bought a 50-foot USB cable to plug into his microphone, travel across the length of his entire house, through multiple hallways, past multiple rooms, to get to his computer. His and- house. His house! It's also your house. It's not one person's. You both own it. I, mean, I would agree with his, his statement. His house. It um, goes underneath no. his coffee table and past his bedroom. <laughs> Becky's bedroom is somewhere else. Milk is the uh, largest oh, source yeah. of tryptophan. Uh, 732 milligrams per quart. Of I think he asked for meat, but I think that no, that that's makes... more what? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Canned tuna is the highest meat. Well, that's why I don't eat fish. 472 milligrams uh-huh. per ounce. That's why. I'm a reverse pescatarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> the heck. It's one of his fake allergies. Next one. Why has it become unpopular for people to throw rice at the end of weddings? Birds will eat it and then they will explode. I assume it's become unpopular because it's a giant waste of food. Um, no, well, possibly, but Britain is right. This is what people believe. The myth, yeah, that they'll, can I? I literally yeah. just thought you were saying a joke. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's, it's that very the birds, common. People believe this. Birds will, like, eat the rice, and then they'll drink water, and the rice will expand in their stomachs. No, and then you've just people. got exploding birds everywhere. So, so this isn't true. <laughs> That's not what happens. No. And also, like, some kinds of birds, I read, do actually just eat wild rice. Because, yeah. like, it's a grain. And, like, sure, they drink water or whatever. And it expands or expands in their stomach. But, like, they aren't eating a lot of rice. So, right. like, they're fine. That's like when people say you shouldn't feed ducks bread because it's like, has no caloric value for them. But then other people shot back and was like, okay, but like still give them food. Like it's fine. It's yeah. not that bad of a thing. Were we trying to give them caloric value? Was that the goal? It, exactly. Yeah. No, it's just fun to feed birds. Mm-hmm. So it's not the end of the world if you feed them a bit of bread. And also like it's not like rice triples or quadruples in volume no. when you add water to no. it. It maybe expands a little bit, but like- Come on, people. You shouldn't, it's not going to make a bird explode. You shouldn't feed them those expanding toys, you know, that you put in water and then they right. come over Correct. time. Yes. Don't feed those to birds. Yeah. Those things that are like dinosaurs. Yeah. They can yeah. be a dinosaur. They right. can be anything you want, really. Yeah. So it's now very popular for people to get like um, compostable confetti. Oh, uh, sure. Which I don't know is any healthier for a bird or animal to touch, but- is what is common now. Oh, sure. It's more fun than just chucking some dried food at people. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like all the... a weird concept. We were not into it. No. It's a clean, clean food fight. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what if you start throwing quinoa? <laughs> like, rice is fine, but, you know, quinoa, weird. Couscous, uh-uh. Not gonna do it. <laughs> Loaves of bread? That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pizza dough. Uh, yeah. I'm Just great. slap. <laughs> <laughs> Just start chucking them at like saucers. Pita. All right. These are other grains. All right. We're going to move on. Yeah. New category. What 
is famous or revolutionary about the making of the Wizard of Oz? Uh, the use of color. I also believed that it was the use of color. And the fact that the horses were covered in gelatin and so they were licking themselves the entire time. That is also true. I didn't know that fact. That's weird. Okay. Also, somebody supposedly died on set. Okay. No, no, no. that's the Wicked Witch of the West. That's just part of the movie, Kyle. That was planned. Kyle, did you know that The Wizard of Oz is not a documentary? Did you know it's a fake story? I do know that. Thank you. Fun facts. Okay. So, um, it was not the first color film. The two color process, Kinema Color. Is this, sorry. Cinema Color? Is the fact that it's colored the myth, though? Did we get the myth correct? Yes, that was the myth. Thank okay. you. Had been used in major motion pictures or a sense as early as 1911. The Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz came out in 1939. Whoa. Uh, and Technicolor, the particular process that they use in The Wizard of Oz, had been used since 1917. But it was a big movie and a famous movie. And right. in it, they moved to color. And so that's how this like legend got started. Right, yeah. Because it was possibly the first really big successful color movie that people saw. Right. But it wasn't even kind of the first. So the birds one blew Kyle's mind and that one blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Because I would have also said color. Yeah. And the fact that it's been around for 20 years beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I knew that it wasn't the first color movie. I just knew that it was well known for its use of color. Sure. But yeah. And I mean, it is a, a storytelling element that they use that right. it's black and white into that. But yeah, that the real world is in black and white and that Oz is in color. All right. This is a good one. I learned about this recently. I think it's very interesting. When you see a sign that says Y E. And then old. How do you pronounce the Y-E? Yold. E. Yoldy. Yoldy. So no. Yoldy shoppy. So no. Shoppe. Um, so in old or middle English, there was this other letter called a thorn. Oh, I've heard of this, yeah. It had a T-H sound. So Y-E was the closest they could write it once they got to doing printing. I don't know why. I think it just wasn't on printing presses. Right. So it was supposed to be like the old shop. Nobody said ye. That's just how with like a modern day pronunciation, we say it. Right. So back then they would have been like, what are you doing? I'm so curious if people who work in ye oldie shoppies know know that or not. Yeah. Like I wonder if they pronounce it ye old shop. Or yeah. if they say ye also. Yeah. I, I don't know that I did a good job of explaining. So it wasn't on like their, um, the the writing systems they had. I mean, and the why days. What? Current day people who work in ye oldie shops. Yes, I understand. Okay, I sorry. Understand. Um, but the Y looked kind of like the thorn sign. Right. And so that's how it got used. So, so everyone would understand at that time what that meant. So it should be T-H-E essentially. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. Thank yeah. you for clarifying, because yes. I thought the Y-E yeah. made a th sound. No, so it was this other letter. Like mu. Yeah. And then it just looked like a Y, so everybody knew that's what it meant. Hmm. Can I insert a misconception into the middle of your misconceptions? Beautiful. Okay. Because it's sort of related to what, what the misconception you just went over. You know, like, the turn of the century 
announcer accent that is like relatively well known or or put into uh, uh you'll you'll see it a lot in like movies and TV shows around this time of like and now we're gonna go to this person who's gonna talk like this. We've talked about this yeah. on the DJ's episode, have we? Yeah, yeah. Dang, that wasn't actually how they talked, but it was how it was. The radio merged their voices and it like sped it up for them. Yeah, the yeah. the recording equipment of the time couldn't capture the um right sound levels. All right, I've said this before. Never mind. Moving on. But you're clearing up misconceptions you before are. we're even clearing up misconceptions. Yeah. Yep. This is Kyle's life work <laughs> is clearing up misconceptions. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. That's funny. All right. A bit of a turn here. If somebody were to go missing, when can you file a missing persons report? Immediately. And I know this because of true try two true crime two chains two, two chains, chains podcasts <laughs> two chains does a great podcast where he covers all of the amounts of time before you can uh-huh, uh-huh. you know uh-huh. put in a missing person etc and so forth yeah. i think the common misconception though is 3 days right 24 hours oh which has been made very popular on shows like csi right, yeah. and like law and order and like other things and like I, I just saw this article and it was like police have repeatedly asked Hollywood to stop doing this mm. because actually like the sooner you get into the police right. that someone's missing, the more likely they are to find someone, right. especially a kid. And what I've heard because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts is that often even the police are misconcepted by this. And so oh, interesting. like there will be cases where the police say, uh, well, I mean, she's an adult, so, like, come back in a day. Sure. Like, mm. give her time. Like, maybe she'll return. She's just yeah. a runaway teen. And so sometimes they will even tell parents that. And then, of course, all the announcers are like, no, that's not how this works. Yeah. Like, don't do this. So if so. somebody doesn't listen to you, find somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If you for first do not succeed, try, try again. Thank you. Michael Jordan. That wasn't Michael Wayne Jordan. Gretzky. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> Britton Vavra. <laughs> all right. Um, Send help. If somebody is arrested and they are not read their Miranda rights, what will happen? Absolutely nothing. It has very little impact on the case or whether or not the person is arrested or actually tried. I feel like it can be thrown out of court for, I mean, things. Kyle is right. It will not impact it, especially if they're going to trial for something. Right. Technically, if somebody um, gives testimony and they were not read their Miranda rights while in custody, that testimony can't be used. But any other testimony or testimony after they are given their rights can be used. Right. Um, it does not throw out a case in the way that Hollywood uses yeah. it all the time. The thing that it could happen, theoretically is that if somebody isn't read their Miranda rights and then they get sat down in an interrogation room and are told to, you know, spill the beans on whatever illegal thing they did and then they do, that couldn't be used in the in a court of law. Literally what I just said. Is it? Yeah. All right. Fair word enough. for word. <laughs> um, and that's that's actually how the Miranda rights got started was right. there was a guy who got arrested and didn't know he was under arrest, didn't know he was being sure. looked at. Mm-hmm. Right. Spilled everything. They took it to court. Court and then basically like, the judge No, the judge threw it out. Yeah. He threw out the case and was said that we need to have some sort of way for 
people to understand what they're being charged with. Right. Yeah. That's why you have a right to see your accusee face to face in court and those types right to of an things. And... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> I've never lived by that. <laughs> Is written by who? Okay, so I need to give some context to, Bob to this. Bob Marley. So whenever, as an annoying thing to slightly annoy Becky, but to distract Becky at the same time, slightly I will annoying. sing this song to her. If she's like upset or not feeling great about something, I'll just be like, well, Becky, in the eternal world words of Bob Marley, don't worry. And then the like start singing that to her and she'll just start punching me. I like mean, not she, just not punching, punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she just, she h- hates that I do this constantly. It's to unhelpful. Her, but it's a great distraction mechanism where then she stops thinking about whatever's upset, upsetting her. It's not helpful. Um, well, it sounds like it is. No, <laughs> it's not written or sung by Bob Marley. Wait, but she did a rendition of it. Can yeah. You, can you listen? Okay, go Kay. ahead. It is written and sung by Bobby McFerrin. Whose code name is Bob Marley. False. Um, (laughs) Bob Marley had a different song Uh called Three Little Birds in which he has the line, don't worry about a thing. Every little thing's going to be all right. (laughs) Oh, they are right. Um, Wow. And people have just combined the two. Wow. So you are incorrect every time you're trying to annoy me. I'm so shook right now. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's just a different song. And like it sounds similar and like that would be the right name and like. I can't. I'm speechless, which is not great for an yeah. audio podcast. No, it's great. So it's not don't worry about a thing. Every little thing is going to be all right. That's Bob Marley. Okay, so it's. But don't worry, be happy is a don't different worry. song. Don't worry. I don't, know, I don't say don't worry, be happy. I say don't worry about a thing. It doesn't matter. You have the wrong name. I do. Well, no, but I'm say- saying it's Bob Marley. I'm right. No. Um, I'm right. Don't worry, be happy is not Bob Marley. <laughs> right. I, I've, I don't think I've ever sung that you to you. Literally I literally don't just worry said, about a thing. You, you just said on the podcast that that is exactly what you sing to her. It is. is don't worry, be happy. I, I don't think it is. I, I think I say do, don't worry about a thing. Every little thing is going to be all right. You're, okay. But you didn't know what you were singing. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. I mean, I, it, it, yeah, to be fair, I, I thought it was a separate, different, different song, yeah. but yeah. Mm. He just Mandela affected himself. <laughs> Typical. No, 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 uh-huh. that didn't happen. Maybe it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it is a metaphor. So, Becky, I'm curious, how many of these did you know and then um, look up and vice versa? Did you get like from an article? And I got all of them from an article on Wikipedia. I knew the turkey meat... I think I had heard the rice one. I had heard the ye old times. I had heard the missing report before. And that's it. Cool. Okay. I was just curious if you were just like pulling these out of your brain skull. No, I didn't know all of these. (laughs) I mean, that's why. We see proof. We do some research here. Yeah. Minimal research. We. We. We do research. We do research on our podcast in Kyle's house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get fired. They're both fired. All right. Should we do some rapid trivia? Let me find it. Oh, no. I keep clicking on the wrong buttons. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Okay. These are some random questions. Good. And then that I have. Becky, 
how many times has Dolly Parton turned down the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump? At least once. It is twice. Yeah. I was going to say twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could hear it out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, in Norway, they have a Christmas soda called Julbrus. How, uh-huh. how many flavors do they come in? 24. Two. Oh. <laughs> it is either red raspberry or brownish champagne flavored. Oh. And apparently all companies try to like outdo each other with the most outlandish and festive label oh and get people to buy them that way i kind of wish they did that in america without appropriating it yeah do 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 christmas 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 becky yes who makes more money or sorry who has a higher net worth amy poehler or tina fey and talk through your reasoning logic yeah I would like to answer this as well before you give the answer. Absolutely. They both had successful TV shows. Mm -hmm. For about the same number of seasons. Yeah, I would imagine Parks and Rec was maybe a little bit more financially successful, but that's just based on which one I like more. They've both done like some writing work. They've both written a book. I think that they share their income and it's equal. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Kyle. I'm going to go Tina Fey. Because? Mean Girls. Because of Mean Girls. Yeah. That is fair, because she did write and star in Mean Girls, and it was a musical. I think Mean Girls has gone on to be incredibly successful. I hadn't thought about Mean Girls. That's a good one. It got got turned into a musical. I think probably merchandising does really well for Mean Girls. I think that, plus, I think Tina Fey does a lot more writing than Amy Poehler does. I think that might be true. I can't. And I, I think she might have more credits on things that might, people might not even realize. I think and, Amy's richer. Right. She's got an opposite of me. Which one's which? Uh, Tina Fey is richer. Hey! Um, Tina Fey has a net worth of $75 million, while Amy Poehler is only $25 million. Bada bang. Mean girls. Um, so this is my Amy versus Tina trivia, by the way. Great. Amy and Tina both became firsts on SNL. I think we've done this before. <laughs> I don't think so. Amy, Amy and Tina trivia, but maybe not this exact trivia. Well, if we have, so. I didn't remember. So if yeah. I don't remember, then. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> they both became first on SNL for being the first woman to do something. Can you figure out what Post it is? The, um, the, the news portion. I was going to say that as well. They were the first all-female news cast. But this is something that they each did individually on their own uh, related to SNL. Amy Poehler was the second person to do this exact thing after Eddie Murphy. He was the first. Amy Poehler was the second. Was a guest star a number of times? I don't think they've ever guest star. Or I don't know what a guest star would mean. A host, I think host. is what you mean. Host. Nope, it okay. is not host. I don't think was Amy Poehler has ever host. I think she has. Okay. Was it right an episode? Not write an episode. Or a sketch. sketch. Which one are you talking about? Amy or Tina? They did different things. Amy. I'm not (laughs) guessing particular things per person. All right. I'm just going to tell you because Tina Fey was the first female head writer of SNL. Oh, okay. Which I think we know that. We just weren't guessing it. Amy Poehler was the first female to be promoted to a full cast member in the middle of her first season. Hmm. Oh, interesting. And Eddie Murphy was the 
one who did it before her. The one who did it before. So she didn't yeah. even make a full season of, you know, featuring right, yeah. Amy Poehler. Yeah, if you're unfamiliar, SNL usually like brings on a comedian as a featuring for a season and then they bring them in. If, you know, they do well, they bring them in as a full cast. But yeah, doing that in the middle of a season is impressive. Is unheard of. So I went on IMDb and looked up acting credits where they were actors, not as self. Right. You know. Yeah. And I found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen acting credits uh-huh. of which they were both a part of. Not necessarily at the same time. Right. Um, and so this will not count like Jimmy Fallon, where they went right. on to yeah. Sure. Whatever. Can you guys name five? So obviously they were both on SNL. SNL is one, correct. Baby Mama. Baby Mama is two. They're probably both on 30 Rock at some point. They were both on 30 Rock. Was there was, wasn't there a movie called like Sisters or something like yes. that? Yes. There that was the both of them? Yep. yep. Sisters is four. Um were they both on Parks and Rec at some point? They were not on Parks no. and Rec. Okay. Tina Fade was wasn't. Parks and Rec. Which I'm kind of surprised at. I am kind of I I think she was probably busy like. Sure. It's probably not. Um Oh, were they both in like a Will Ferrell comedy at some point? Oh, I bet. I, I mean, this is yes, a yes, they were in a Will Ferrell comedy, but I need you to old school. Nope, you guys get one Anchorman. more. Anchorman. No. no, Blades of Glory. No, they were both in Anchorman too. They were in Anchorman too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's I'll what give I you meant, the Anchorman okay, too. All right, that's five. Yeah. So they were in SNL, Wine Country. Oh, Wine Country. Never saw Wine Country. The TV show Difficult People, oh. Maya and Marty, which is with Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sisters, we mentioned The Awesomes, which was Seth Meyers' animated TV show. Yeah. Oh. The Simpsons, uh, yeah, Angerman 2, 30 Rock, UCB Comedy Presents, which oh. I think is an improv. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Baby Mama, Man of the Year. Did you see that movie? Mm-hmm. Me neither. No. They both did voices on SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, that's cool. Mean Girls and then Upright Citizens Brigade, which oh is another God, sketch comedy. Oh my God, Mean Girls. Mean Girls, yeah. yeah. Embarrassing. I I mean, five was, because they have some like random ones yeah. that yeah. Like, difficult people. Yeah. I don't, wouldn't ever guess that. So if you make $25 million, please follow us on Instagram and <laughs> Twitter and <laughs> send us a Gmail chat. On what? Gmail, over Gmail, Gmail Messenger. Just send an email. I guess you could do that too. But like, if you want to FaceTime me on Google Meets and you make $25 million and then you pay me to FaceTime me, all right. I'll sell my face for money. Bye, Twinkies. <laughs> Give us a rating on a podcasting platforms. Bye. Um, all the or not all the kids but some of the what i was talking to one of the kids about my podcast yeah. and they're like you should have the whole team on i'm like oh my God, how, what? how would i have 20 kids on oh, yeah. can you they're like you can divide us up into groups and then we can ask questions i'm like no. I, that's not how this works. like we we could do one person calling in they could they could send in questions yeah yeah or like maybe I would let the seniors do like a rapid trivia or something, but...